0: Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Rick Alcantara. He does public relations, digital marketing, and crisis communications at Rick Alcantara Consulting. I have Lisa McDonald. She is the founder of Career Polish, where she is an executive career coach and a master mindset coach who helps people get career happy and life healthy. And I have Dr. Mohan Ananda. He is a scientist, a lawyer, a serial entrepreneur, and the author of the book, The Autobiography of an Immigrant, which has been translated into multiple languages. He is passionate about helping people succeed in business. The question today, what criteria would you use to decide if a coach or an advisor is a good fit for you? Rick, pick us off.
1: I think uh, there's some criteria that I kind of put in place. Uh, if they're a career coach especially, do they have some real world experience in the industries you're interested in pursuing? Um, how many clients do they work with? Uh, will they have time to, to meet with you if you need some help? Um, are they looking out for your best interest or are they just trying to sell seminars or books or workshops? That's really critical. Uh, I'd like to know what's their record of accomplishment and can they provide me the names of any people I can contact to learn more about the work and what it's like working with them? Does their approach or does their temperament match mine? And uh, are they a thought leader?
2: Yeah, I have used uh, both advisors and coach. Let's first distinguish between advisor and coach. The advisor is more of a, a knowledgeable person to provide you specific area Mm -hmm. whereas coach is more of a a creating a long-term growth or long-term advice in the sense of you're making you a a better person or better business person for your growth so there is a distinction it's a it's a function of your need Mm -hmm. do you need to solve a current as simple problem go and get an advisor Mm -hmm. or a Uh, specialist if you want to look at you as an individual to grow and create something much more important like for example if you want to take a company public okay now you don't need a a, just an advisor you need somebody to make you go through various steps to achieve that goal so you need a coach for that in my opinion advisor is a a specific uh, job Coach is a a much more broader job.
3: It's the same that I advise people when they're evaluating me to work together as I evaluate when I hire a coach. There's a few criteria, and Rick gave a great list of examples and things to ask for. So I think if I were to summarize that, it's: Do they have the qualifications for what you're needing? What is their background? Do you want somebody in that industry, or is that really industry in? experience necessary? Is it more another qualification? So I think that's one criteria is do they have a background that meets your need? The second is do they understand what you want and how will they motivate you or support you to get there? Mm. And that to me is really important because some people want a lot of hand holding, some people want more motivation. So I think that then brings in communication, emotional intelligence. How do you relate to the coach? How are they listening to you? And as, again, as Rick alluded, is there an agenda besides what you're wanting? I want to have a conversation so they see how I work, how I communicate. And we have a micro coaching moment during that call so they can get a sense of what it would be like.
0: I do similar when I do powerful conversations. It's two hours to allow someone to get to know, do they like my style? When I'm thinking about hiring a coach, the thing for me is, can I talk to them about things that might be embarrassing? I'm not good enough. I didn't do this well enough without feeling judged, because if I feel like I have to protect them from the real life, I own a business. This is hard. Sometimes I can't do this. And because they get this wide eyed look of, I thought that I thought you knew it all. Then it's like, well, clearly you're not going to be a good coach for me because you can't deal with the fact that I'm a human being.
1: If you're dealing with like a sales coach or uh, or a business coach, I think you wanted them to be more than just a, a listening board. Are they providing you with some tools that you can actually use in your day to day? Business, if that's really the focus, business, as opposed to, say, a personal coach. I worked with a a sales trainer for years. I actually learned a lot. He provided me a lot of tools, a lot of reading materials, and it just made me more efficient at what I was doing.
2: In any business, there is a long-term goals and a near-term goals. The long-term goals, you need really a coach, meaning if you can uh, work with them, of course, you have to get the right person. That's a different problem. Assuming you are getting the right person, but the coach which provides you the overall long-term strategy, that's the coach function. Whereas a near-term goals, you don't call him as a coach, he's more of a consultant or an advisor mm-hmm. for that specific near-term requirement. Of course, you have to go through their qualification, their experience, their credentials. Uh, and also the the persons they have worked with, all those things you have to do independently, whether it is a a coach or an advisor, you need to know. Assuming you have the right person, but you have to distinguish between, some people work as both. Some people will be able to provide near-term help as well as long-term help. But there are very few. There are specific attributes to the near-term people, whereas the long-term, it's quite different.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree with you completely, and I I, I have found that I like both the advising and the consulting side of things. Most of the time, the engagement starts out as advising. It's usually a a one-time project. And then as I work with them on a longer-term basis, it turns into more of a coaching role because now we're looking at other aspects of the business and how can communications contribute to those other aspects of the business.
3: That's a, a great parallel, too, with individuals in the career. They start with, I think I need this one thing as an advisor, and then it goes into more of a coaching for career management. So they are treating their career as their own business.
2: Mm -hmm. There is one thing. Coaches generally create entrepreneurs into great leaders. Mm. That's the key distinction between a a, a near-term advisor or consultant, whereas the coaches, the real goal is to make the entrepreneur or business person into really a successful leader. So that's, uh, you need the right person. If you don't get the right person, then it's not going to help you.
0: And unfortunately, I have a a CEO friend who says, most of the coaching industry is crap. And I mean, I am a coach and I have to agree with him. There's a lot of really lousy coaches out there who think that they can coach on absolutely anything all of the time. And that's right. what makes it hard to pick a good one is that there's so much smoke and mirrors out there. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. I think one of the challenges is, you know, what's the criteria to become a coach? What's the credentialing that's involved? And if it's none, then like uh, Robinson, pretty much anybody could be a coach or anybody could be a trainer or a consultant. So that's one of the challenges. And then how do you find out what that person's background is? So you got to do a lot of digging, I think, to just before you dive in and start spending money on a coach, know Mm -hmm. know, what their background is.
2: The key criteria is experience. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think it's you need to have gone through and made a lot of mistakes. So you learned from
1: your own mistakes, which- was- Well, I could, be, I could be a great coach then because I've done a ton of-
3: <laughs> <laughs> You and me both.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I feel like the coaching industry is very flooded with people who've just decided, I don't want to have a job, so I'm going to be a coach, which makes it hard to find a really good coach because you have to you know, talk to all the weeds before you can find an actual fruit. And the other thing is, is as someone who's in the industry, and I'm sure, Lisa, you experienced this as well, it's hard to stand out in, in the industry.
3: I think what kind of frustrates me is when I, I see a lot of flash and dash. So it's somebody that was in an occupation for a year, and hey, I was amazing at this. Now I'm a coach, and they've got this cookie cutter website, and I take this program, and I'm going to get you this, and I'm going to get... But if you kind of peel back the curtain, it's like, how long have you been doing this? What is your you know, criteria? But again, to your point, Robin, it is difficult to stand out because the market is flooded with people who call themselves a coach, not necessarily they are a coach. Right. So for someone looking for that, I think that's a major distinction that, and that's why I think you and I both offer that we want to have this conversation. We want to do a coaching moment with you. So that you know yourself, what you're dealing with. And it's not a, well, I was really good in this one area. And next year I decide I'm going to change to something else.
0: Yep. Don't even get me started on the coaches, coaching coaches to coach coaches. That makes me crazy. (laughs) That is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to have to cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me and sharing your experience with finding advisors and coaches. I think that that's going to be really helpful for people. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.
2: Thanks.